Welcome to Profoundly Pointless. My name is Nick Vinzant. Coming up in this episode, we meet the folding queen. So one day I actually did a video on how to fold socks. And that video currently has, I think, like 40 million followers. I mean, 40 million views. You know, sometimes people, like, they want to lose weight and they put themselves up there to motivate themselves to continue losing weight. Well, I did this to motivate myself. I think the secret is just to roll it. But is and- rolling is rolling cheating in the folding community? <laughs> no. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, subscribe. Leave us a rating or a review. We really do like hearing from everybody. And so far, our plan is that starting in July, we're going to launch a voicemail system so that we can start incorporating more of what you guys have to say into the show. That's starting in July. And that's not July like, all right, they really mean August. No, we're going to do this in July. Might be the end of July, but it's going to be July. So our first guest has a fascinating story about how you just never know what direction life is going to take you because one moment she's just making some videos for her friends and the next moment she's got millions of followers and has been seen around the world all because of her amazing folding skills. This is Lenya McCarter, better known as the Folding Queen. Are you surprised that you've become as popular as you are or... Did you kind of always know, like, look, someday my folding skills are going to be supremely valued by people? That's that's very funny because <laughs> uh, I actually learned how to fold doing TikTok. <laughs> so while I was doing my laundry, I was folding towels and I record myself and I post it on TikTok. And to my surprise... That video account became more popular than any of my other videos. That video, you know, I had like probably like 600 followers and most of my videos was reaching maybe 400 views. And that video got 30,000 views. Somebody asked me for some reason, uh, that video, uh, I don't know, it wasn't very clear. So somebody asked me, can you redo the video? I redid the video and that video went viral. And that's, yeah, basically how I started folding. (laughs) Did you ever think to yourself, though, before this, like, oh, I'm pretty good at folding stuff? Uh, Not really. You know, I'm a stay-at-home mom with two boys. So most of the time I was very busy going out to the park or, like, play dates. So I was really, I wasn't really focusing on my house. Uh, And, you know, when the pandemic hit, I was spending more time at my house. So (laughs) I think that's when I realized that my house was a mess. While I was doing my laundry, I was just like, you know, I need some motivation to (laughs) push myself to become more organized. Uh, So I did the video and kind of like, you know, sometimes people like they want to lose weight and they put themselves up there to motivate themselves to continue losing weight. Well, I did this to motivate myself to become organized. So as time went by, I, I was just doing what people was asking me to do. They were requesting, can you please fold 
uh, sure. Are you surprised that people have been so interested in folding? Uh, to be honest, I am very surprised. I did not know that there were a whole world of folding up there. I was just trying, like I said, to organize the drawer. Because, you know, if you come to my house, even before, you will see that it looks, you know, organized, clean. But then I am... Um, I hide myself in the drawers. And that's, that was me. I would hide all my stuff in the drawer and I would just forget about it. I was kind of like, I call it fake cleaning. I know, I know exactly what you mean, right? Like when you were a little kid and you just stuck everything under the bed. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, it's, it's something that I'm still working on. <laughs> but yes. Um, so one day I actually did a video on how to fall socks and that video currently has i think like 40 million followers i mean 40 million views 40 million on like okay so how do you fold socks like what's the <laughs> what's the what's the I should, trick i sure came out with that particular poll myself and I, maybe that was nobody have seen it before and that was probably what like took off my, my page like that brought me a lot of viewers if you ball up, this yeah. Time, how so do you if do you it? have, so if you have the socks like this, I cross the socks and then I create kind of like like this. Oh, and so you then, make like a, you make like an X and then fold them in. Yes, and then um, and then you know I fold them. I mean, part of that video was people really confused. Why would you fold your socks? A lot of a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's a cool idea." And other people would just make fun of the video. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is like whether they like it or they don't like it, if they're commenting either way, it's still good for you, I guess. <laughs> so like, do we need to be folding things this correctly? Is like, is this important? Like, how do you think it benefits people to be able to fold things well? I think it's the pain. Uh, depending on the person and their space, I I don't believe everybody's meant to fall nicely and how their drawers always looks nicely. I think the best thing is to do what works like for you and your space. I mean, sometimes I mean sometimes I keep my drawers very nice, but sometimes I do not have the time to fold my all my clothes. I think the main thing, the most important thing, is just to get things like layout. Like if you get it out of the, the dryer, just lay them out so they don't get wrinkled. Or like, you know, for example, like let's go back to the socks. If you don't want to fold your socks, maybe have just a box just for the socks. So they don't, they are not everywhere, you know? That's, that's what I kind of wondered watching some of your videos is like, okay, is this person just obsessive and like this is something that they have to feel like they have to do? Is this helpful to people or like, well, I guess, how do you balance that kind of like, okay, this is good for my house versus all right. Maybe somebody's being a little bit obsessive here. <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit obsessive, but I don't think so. I just, it just bring me a piece of mind, a piece of accomplish something that I have done. You know, like I'm not, a, I'm not so big on creating a long list of things. But sometimes I say today, that's all I'm going to focus and just to organize my socks and just give me this piece of like accomplishment. It is kind of amazing how 
good you feel like after you organize your closet or just organize something it, regardless it's folding or whatever you do it's just something that we did it's kind of like a piece of art i will say that is true i would say that the way that you fold stuff i'm like wow that's pretty impressive well thank you i think anybody can actually do it i think it's something that you can learn were were you always kind of pretty good at like that kind of um household stuff necessarily like were you always good at folding or organizing drawers or well let me go back like i, I used to work in retail so i used to work and help with the displays and but this is kind of like a different type of folding i do think though that people are always impressed when someone does something well whatever that is when they if somebody does it really well especially if it's something that like we all do and then you see somebody who's really good at it, and you're like damn it's a whole nother level of that ability that i did not know exists which maybe is why it captivated me so much it's like i didn't never seen somebody fold socks like that it's incredible <laughs> um are you ready for some harder slash listener submitted questions Oh my god, so yeah, hardest questions. <laughs> oh, Some boy. of the hardest thing to fold. I would say underwear. It's not hard. You can fold underwear, but that takes a lot more time than folding anything else. I guess I just lay mine flat. What are you doing? <laughs> then you need to go and watch my videos. <laughs> I fold, see I always I have different ways to fold uh underwear. Now did see I always thought underwear was like ooh once I got to like the socks and the underwear that's when I was cruising with laundry cuz this is just like another level down. <laughs> oh I see. But for you underwear is the difficult part. I will, yeah I will say more than difficult it just takes more time. That makes sense. What about a fitted sheet though? I've never seen anybody who can fold a fitted sheet. I think that the once you learn how to fold fetishes, it's easier. You just need to learn. You just need to like practice. The more you practice, the more like the better you will get to it. If you see other people's like folding videos, what mistake do you usually see people making? Like, oh, they went right arm first on that t-shirt, can't go right arm first. Or like, what kind of mistake do you see people making? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't really... Like when you are doing a piece of art, that's what I consider folding. There's no right or wrong way to do it, to be honest. It's just the final product. And sometimes it doesn't have to be a straight lines. It has to be a square, you know, as long as it's done the way you like it and the way that works for your space, that's the best thing to do. That's a, that's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true. I, I haven't seen anybody. I actually, um, some of my viewers, they will re try to re I mean, they will recreate my videos. Saying, I mean, I love seeing all of them. What's the easiest thing to fold? <laughs> what is the easiest thing? Um, I would say jeans. Now, there's some controversy here that from some of our listeners, and we wanted to ask you about this folding controversy how do yeah. you feel how do you t-shirts should they be hung up or folded it's all the pants do you have a lot of space on your drawers or do you have a lot of space in your closet i i have done both i have hand them i have fold them it's all the pants is there any item though that you think ooh, that really shouldn't be folded you got to hang that up 
Well, they are so, you know, some type of uh, fabrics that are prompt to wrinkle easier than any other one. And they should be maybe, I mean, they should be hanged. Because otherwise, it doesn't matter like how you fold that, they, they're going to get some sort of like marks on it. See, I hang up my jeans. I felt I feel like I have better results from hanging up jeans than I do folding them. But that's just my personal preference, I guess. But I would never hang up a t-shirt. To me, that's like, oh, you're stretching it out. Yeah, that can happen too. <laughs> so it's a it's a risk we all take, right? Um, whose clothes are generally harder to fold, men's or women's? I will say maybe some clothing that women have, maybe some pretty blouses. If you they don't hang them up, could be more challenging because they're the type of fabric is more like flimsy. Like for example, like this top, but try to fold it and you know create the nicely square that I do. My doesn't you know stay in place, so it's probably something like that. I mean, you can still fold it, but I'll probably hang it. That's true. I guess men's. I feel like men's clothes are generally a little bit more durable okay. the fabric yeah. is really more durable i feel like yeah uh, yeah i think uh, men's clothes will be easier to fold better folder men or women hmm it just depends i think it depends it can go either way it can go either way i mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, i was right like you may be being diplomatic but i feel like i know what the real answer is. i mean there are some men's that are pretty good folders there you go uh folding is a skill you can learn so anybody can learn the skill it's just it's just up to you if you want to do it or you know you have the desire to do it have you ever seen somebody though that like you felt like oh they're a folding prodigy like seen somebody like ooh. They've got, they've got what it takes <laughs> to fall, to fold, <laughs> to be a really good folder someday. Uh, I think it's just dedication. Somebody who likes to be dedicated to can be anything. I think can be a good folder. Like, is this something that you feel, can this become a living? At the beginning, I didn't think it was, but it could be. Yeah. Is this something it could be? Maybe not as a professional organizer, but maybe continuing the path of a content creator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly there are things that you wouldn't think that people could make into a living, but they certainly seem to somehow manage a way to do it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there, there is some professional organizer. There are service up there that you can actually call the, per call the person and they come to your house and they actually organize your place. Have you ever thought of becoming like a professional folder and just going to people's houses and folding stuff, I guess? Uh, no, I haven't think about it. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm yeah. going to do that. <laughs> Organize, uh, I feel like organizing is one thing, but like going through everybody's stuff yeah. is kind of like... <laughs> I mean, there are some service up there uh, for laundry. I got to put this down, one question. I'm going to show you my t-shirt folding technique and will you tell me what you think about it okay so i got the shirt i tuck the chin i mean that's pretty good that's pretty good that's that's one way that i i have done it on my page what would you say is like the secret to kind of packing a suitcase because i've seen you do some suitcase packing stuff it's like oh that's pretty good 
uh, well, I think the secret is just to roll it. So that, that was a good way. The way that you were doing your t-shirt, you maybe like fold it in half and then just roll it. That will oh. save you a lot of space. But is and, rolling is rolling cheating in the folding community? <laughs> no. I, I no. kind of feel like it is a little bit. It's but not you know, technically folding it. It is it is a different a different technique and it will keep your clothes uh wrinkle free. And, if um, you roll it for yeah. rolling it. It's a lot better than I mean you can I still like for my kids, I I do that technique on their drawer. Like I roll their clothes instead of folding it nicely rolling it is will reduce wrinkles more than folding it yeah it will also save you more space and um something else that i like to use are the packing cubes have you oh. have you used those before yeah i mean yeah. i won't say that they save you a lot more space but it will definitely keep your clothes more organized so if you're trying to keep something not wrinkly should you like because usually if I'm trying to keep something not wrinkly, like I'm packing a suit or whatever, like I'll crease it pretty good. Like try to get that fold as good as possible. But will that make it more well, wrinkly? Well, the, it won't be wrinkle maybe, but it will give you a lot of crease. Like just think about it. If you take a t-shirt and you fold it six times, you're going to have six creases. But if you roll it, there is no rolling creases associated with but you just got to get all the wrinkles and everything out before you roll it right obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> duh <laughs> like, <I'm> sorry <laughs> who's, who's, who's this guy who's this, this, this guy didn't know how to fold anything no but you know uh something you can do is uh if you place the t-shirt on the bed and you just like stretch it out as much as possible that can help you um, to reduce the, you know, the crease after folding it, you know, you travel, you, you know, so that that can help to this to decrease the to this decrease the the wrinkle on the on the t-shirt. Folding is just all depends on. It could be easy or hard. It's just it's just it takes practice. Since you've kind of you know, I don't like using this word, but it, it's the word to use, right? Like since you've kind of become blown up on viral on social media like what do you what's kind of been like the coolest experience through that uh the coolest experience is to i don't know be in communication with so many people different world different i, mean, I have people from india mexico that watch my fans my my videos and do these interviews so i feel like i will never i never saw myself like doing interviews at all. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would imagine it's kind of a crazy experience, right? Like just going from kind of these little things to all of a sudden people around the world see stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing um, to know, to learn like all the, like all the people that watch my fans. Um, that's pretty much all the questions we got. Is there anything that you think that we missed or what's kind of, what's coming up next for you? <laughs> Uh, right now, I don't have anything planned. I'm just, um, I'm going to try to focus, continue focusing on creating content and uh, maybe take a full time in the near future. I want to thank Lania so much for joining us. If you want to connect with her, 
We have linked to her on our social media accounts. We're profoundly pointless on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we've also included her information in the episode description. You got to check out some of her videos about the way that she folds things. Because even if you're like, oh, okay, like how, how, how amazing could this possibly be? And then you find yourself 10 videos deep changing the entire way that you do things. Okay, now let's bring in John Shaw and get to the pointless part of the show. How do you fold a towel? I don't know if I actually have an answer to that. I, I don't really have a technique. I go into it thinking I'm going to have a technique, and then it just gets all blown to hell after like the first half fold. It's pretty embarrassing. Besides a t-shirt, like I have a dedicated way that I'm going to fold a t-shirt, but any other article of clothing, I'm not really putting much thought into, into like what I'm doing. Here's the thing. Anytime that I think that I'm doing a good job of folding something, the wife comes along and just ruins it, just completely obliterates my confidence. You feel like you've been crushed by your wife about your folding technique? Yes, because she necessarily doesn't have to say anything. It's when she redoes it like it's mm. meant to be redone, like it wasn't done in the first place. Oh, see, I've never folded my wife's laundry. Have you folded your wife's laundry? Yeah, I mean, pretty regularly. Whenever we don't have a system necessarily where like I only do my laundry or she only does her laundry. Do you fold your wife's underwear though? Uh, no, because there is no folding. We have some drawers that just have baskets in them. And uh, the underwear drawer mm. for both sexes is just kind of a basket. You just throw it in the basket. If you had to do it, could you fold your wife's underwear? Like, I don't know how to fold my wife's underwear. And I quite frankly feel a little weird even just touching her underwear, to be honest with you. Like, I don't, I'm not saying, that I, I don't like the, the material that women's underwear is made out of. I don't like this on my hands. Uh, I mean, I guess my thing is, I, I don't think I fold it correctly anyways. You know, bras, I think, are harder. I don't know if you've ever tried to, you know. Do, do they fold bras? I don't know. I don't know if there's a folding technique. I don't know if you just put them inside of each other and then put them in the drawer. Uh, that's probably one of my uh, most nervous things to even attempt to fold is uh, is like bras. So this this also had me thinking, like, how much of your day, what percentage would you say that you're just basically on autopilot? Like, you're not even really thinking about what it is that you're doing or really putting effort into what you're doing. I mean, if I'm going to give a percentage of my day, probably 40%. I'll say a little less than half. Um, my days are pretty spontaneous. I mean, a lot of it's my job, obviously, which working in the news industry every day is completely different. Uh, so I don't really want to count that. Uh, you know, like taking my kids to daycare, the routine, that's all the same. Coming home, bedtime, I mean... You know, so I, I'd say, I, you know what, I'll say 50. I'll say uh, 50%, half of my day. I would say mine's probably 70%, where I'm pretty much on like autopilot for a good amount. Like, all right, I got to, even if I'm doing different versions of the same thing, and even if it's a creative process, not to make that sound like I'm fucking saving the world over here, but like, even if it's a, like, I'm still kind of like, all right, doing this, 11 o'clock time to do this <laughs> so do you have a set like bathroom schedule like when you get up in the morning is it the same kind of is your day bathroom wise is the same day over and over and over again no 
not after about 5.45. So I get up at 5.20 in the morning. I finish a glass of water that is probably like a 16 to 24 ounce glass of water that's on my nightstand. And then I literally am pooping by 5.27. I am the most like regular person in the world. Like I'm up at 5.20. I've got, I'm in the bathroom by 5.21 after I chug this water, brush my teeth. And by 5.27, I'm pooping and I'm out the door at 5.35 to go work out quote unquote that's uh, listen I, I think you deserve some special props for uh for for some discipline there i'm proud of you good for you but it's laziness disguised as industriousness i don't do it because i'm that motivated i do those things because if i don't do it right off the bat i'm never gonna fucking do it so i think i think you're selling yourself short there i think it would be easier to i think it is easier to do it as the day goes on i think to get up and do it even though I say that, and uh, you know, if, if you get into the routine, it, it would it would be easier. But I think you know, for most people, getting up early is harder than staying up late. No, but see, I wake up early and do all these things with an industrious mindset, only because I just want to get to the part where I don't have to do anything. And the, from the moment I wake up, I'm thinking, man, I can't wait till I can just do nothing. But when when is that? I mean, you have two kids, you have a family. When is that? Usually by like eight thirty at night. Well, I mean, if you're if you're getting up at five twenty on the dot, you're probably going to bed at ten nine or ten, right? And go to bed by ten thirty. Okay, so I got a good solid two hours. How how much of that two hours do you think you actually utilize for for you for self care? <laughs> About five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give you credit for that long. However long it takes to boot it up. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn dial up out there in Seattle. Well, actually, Seattle has fantastic internet. Okay, here we go. Are you excited about your bachelor party? I, John has a bachelor party this week. Well, it's not mine, uh, but I, I mean, oh, I've, it's not his. I, right? I've uh, I, I've done a lot to plan it, uh, so might as well be mine. Uh, but yes, very excited. It's uh, for those of you who don't care at all. Um, my stance on bachelor parties have kind has kind of changed since I've gotten married. Like now, I'm not really looking. Or to like, uh, you know, going crazy and balls to the wall. Like, really, I just want to go and like relax and like not be bothered. Uh, you know, obviously the crazy stuff's going to happen and I'll enjoy it when it does. But man, just sitting by the pool, not having, you know, any responsibility for even an hour sounds fantastic. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. And for people who are wondering, like, why did we just go into this whole story? It's basically a whole setup for a tease for the next episode, because the last time John went to a bachelor party, somebody got shot. To be fair, that was two bachelor parties ago at the same the same place. If I'll tell that story next time. I, I don't you know. But yes, yeah, somebody somebody did get shot and uh, uh, they're OK, I think. Okay, so tell me if you think this is a huge lie or a partial truth. Because technically, I have been shot. Okay. And I have on occasion told people I've been shot before. And I have. I've been shot. But I was out hunting and I was probably 8 to 12, somewhere in that age, middle school age range. And if you've ever been out hunting, specifically pheasant hunting, you basically walk in a line down the field, scare the pheasant up, right? Try not to shoot each other. Well, one somebody ended up 
the bird flew across me and they shot and I got hit with buckshot, but just enough to like poke the skin. Like I bled. And so technically I feel like I've been shot. Do you think that I can legitimately tell people that I've been shot? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, if you were hit with buckshot, technically you were hit with a bullet and if it broke skin, then you can say that you were shot. Uh, now, I'm not sure, you know, if you're sitting around a bar, I, I, I would I would bring that up. But yeah, I can't bring it up with any kind of follow up question. <laughs> right. And see, so now my father is a retired family physician and he did come to check on me. So I could say that I've been shot and had to receive medical care. I mean, the first question that I wonder, I don't even care about you. Like, did somebody else actually get shot? Oh, no, it just hit me. <laughs> then, yeah, then if you're the sole victim, then, yes, you were you were shot. Well, I, I hope you're okay, and I hope your you, ankle, right? Ankle's okay, baby toe, whatever got hit. Shoulder. Shoulder. Do you have a scar? You know what? And ironically, now I've reached an age where I now have, like, a good and bad side of everything. Like, oh, that's the good knee, that's the bad knee, that's the good shoulder. And I was shot in my bad shoulder. And so people could be like, what happened to your shoulder? Oh, I got shot. I don't talk about it. You ever been stabbed or just shot at? Yeah, I've been stabbed. Same way, basically. Like, technically, like, I turned around and walked into a knife and poked the skin a little bit. I've also been hit by a car, technically. Somebody backed into me at, like, one mile an hour. Wow. Did, did you fall? No. Then that, then it doesn't count. I feel like to be hit by a car, you have to hit the pavement or, or whatever ground you're, That's, you're near. Yeah, I would agree with that. I've never been hit by a car. I've been stabbed and, and shot at before, but I, I've never been shot. Okay. Well, I mean, it's Detroit. Everybody's been shot at. Uh, let's see. We'll start with some, uh, let's see. We'll start with Tyler Blazer. Appreciate you. Uh, Muhammad. Can I uh, come up with nicknames for everybody as you do it? Sure. You okay. want, me to, you want right. me to start over? Yeah, start over. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Tyler Blazer. T-Blaze. Okay. I don't want to do that anymore. That's terrible. I do that one. Just gotta, give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, uh, Lisa Quirk. Little Lisa. Oh, I got nothing. Lisa I mean, Quirk? Quirk. You know, quirky, quirky Lisa. Quirky, oh, you know. All right. Tell, we'll give you one quirky more. Quirky Lisa? Quirky Lisa? What? What? <laughs> It's not a good one. Uh, what about this one then? Jim Glinsky. <laughs> Glinsky. Glinks, right? Glinks or? That's, first of all, that sounds racist. I don't know if it is or not, but you can't say glints. Like that what? is just one of those things that sounds racist. No, well, I, I'm, I don't. <laughs> Whether it is or not, it, well, it, just, it's like, it just sounds like it should be. I, well, it wasn't meant that way. Anyways, all right. Are you done? Do you want to try more? I'm pretty doing pretty bad. I got T Blaze, which is about the only one. What I about had. Jan Vince Ante? What? Jan Vince Ante. Nothing. JV, man. Come on. Uh Alan Lauer. Uh JF Musial. Uh Zio Azul. Uh Joseph Murad. Muhammad Abdul. And Peter G. Appreciate all of you. Let's cool. see here. Let's I see. Took- Do I have a couple of a uh, couple of bangers for you? Um, this one's pretty easy though. Would you have rather have a as you get older a gigantic double chin or a, a big old belly that hangs over your waistline? Oh, I think the 
belly kind of just associates, right? But when you've got the big double chin, that's where you start to kind of cross into like, ooh, he, they're looking pretty fat. I want to say the double chin is but, right when you get into the extra chin territory, like mm, you're pushing it up there, man. But like, here's the thing. I, I think we both and people out there listening probably know people who aren't very big people who have double chins just because of their genetics. Maybe they don't have much of a neck, you know, whatever. Uh, but the I feel like the beer belly is like a, it's like you earn that. You know what I mean? Hmm. Do you know what I have a huge pet peeve about is men who grow a beard and specifically trim it to make them look like they have a stronger jawline than they do. Oh, yeah. I. Yeah, I like that's huge with like celebrities and singers, right? They the the men who are fat like grow out that big beard, and you can't even tell how fat they really are because they have that beard that covers it all. You know what I feel like that's actually like is when you are completely bald up top, you've grown out your hair on the sides, and you <laughs> yeah. always wear a hat. I feel like that's the equivalent of growing a beard and then trimming it so you look like you have a jawline. You're lying to the people. People are like, whoa, it's not what I thought you look like. Yeah, I see. I, you know, I, I have I have a, an interesting face. I won't say I have a full on double. It's there. Uh, but like I shave and I, I have no I like I, I own it. I don't I don't care one way or the other. Plus, I can't grow a beard or maybe I try. Uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, would you rather uh, be a passenger in the vehicle or the driver of the vehicle? I'm usually a driver simply because I just can't stand sitting there. Like oh. a driving, I at least feel like I'm doing something. It passes the time better. How about you? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a driver. I can't, I, I, my, I actually am quite mean to my wife inadvertently every time she drives, uh, because all I do is sit there and critique her because she, oh, you know, why God, why? Dude, no, but I, I do feel like however somebody is driving, the worseness or badness of it is magnified to the person in the passenger seat. Like it always feels so much worse. I mean, I use everything that you can imagine. Those shit handles that I clench the doors, I hit my thighs. You know, I, I'm just I'm a very annoying passenger unless I'm, you know, inebriated. Oh, God. Are you just over there like? Oh. See, now my wife is way too fast with the go on a green light. <laughs> like if it's like it turns green, it's like green, go. <laughs> like whoa, pump the brakes here, right? Yeah. Like um, give me a second to make sure that nobody's blasting through the intersection. Not that I'm actually paying any attention to that, but I try to use that as an <laughs> excuse for like just making sure nobody's running the red light. But it's too I, quick. She's too quick with it. I, I think I think for me, the biggest thing is we'll be like coming into our sub and the posted speed limit is coming into your what? Our, our subdivision. It's not that uncommon. Just because you I've don't. I've never heard that before in my life. It's not that. No uncommon. one has ever said like, coming into our sub. It's never. It's not. Maybe for those who listen around the world, maybe it's uncommon. Maybe they don't call it that. But I can guarantee you, in non-rural America, uh, a subdivision is referred to as a sub. Most I times, I have not. never heard that. I have never heard that before in my life. You just got you made that up. I've never no. heard anyone say that. I'm I we can put it on Twitter and Instagram and ask people. It's not that it's not it's not unheard of. It's a pretty common thing. It's I, if it's not unheard of, why is it the first time that I've ever heard of it? 
Have you ever lived in a subdivision? No, I don't think so. Well, technically, I mean, isn't everything kind of a subdivision? I don't know what counts as a subdivision and what doesn't. Right. I mean, There's basically downtown. And then in my mind, everything else is a subdivision. I mean, you ever be driving down a, a, a main road and there's like, welcome to Forest Hills or something. And then you drive into that and that's like a community. Right. So why wouldn't you just call it the name of the community? Why would you then abbreviate it by saying we're coming into our sub? Hey, man, going back to the sub. Like, it's you don't just, think that sounds kind of strange? No. I don't think anyone's ever said that before you just now. It's just not that. Well, I, I wish because I would love to patent it and to make millions of dollars. I don't know how you would um, make any money off of it. I, I don't think it's not that uncommon. I, I really don't think it is. I've heard I've it. never tons. heard it. By who? People in myself. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Like, what name were you going to give me that I've been like, oh, OK. <laughs> I mean, like, By so like. I, I think it's it, you, people call it a sub or a subdivision because like my area, we don't have a, a specific name. Like we're just in a city, but it's a cluster of homes. You know what I mean? So it's it's it's, it's just called a subdivision. Right. I understand that. But then referring to it by an abbreviated name doesn't really help people at all. Right. They're like, oh, I'm coming into my sub. Well, like you haven't narrowed yeah, down pull- the location for me in any way. I'm pulling into the sub. Honey, I'll be there in five minutes. I'm pulling on the sub right now. First of all, I wouldn't be texting anybody if I was already pulling into the subdivision. I would just, that's a waste of effort. I would just show up at the door. Okay. I mean, you're, you're going off on this one a little bit too much, I think. I think that you, I think that you've been called out and you're trying to backtrack out of it. Like, oh, everybody's no, doing this. No, I, I, I think you're digging yourself a deeper hole. I don't think it's that, that, unheard of we're gonna find out we're gonna put it to the people all right well we're gonna put it to the people i'll look forward to proving you wrong yet again um i don't i don't you know like by endlessly clicking on the results until it just a bot <laughs> wow john i i didn't know that we had three hundred thousand people that wow knew knew how we were here all of these how come yeah. all of these votes happened during your lunch break <laughs> <laughs> so listen okay I try to come up with a current event. I really do. Like, I scour the internet. I look at viral things. The world's a pretty shitty place right now. Yeah. It's tough to come up with something exciting, fun. There's a lot of darkness. But. Do you. Okay. I'm going to ask you a serious question. Do you feel overwhelmed more than you did, like, say, six months to a year ago? Because I do feel like, God dang, man. Just one thing after another. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, it's overwhelming. I think you and I are kind of in uh, and I guess we'll have a real talk for two minutes. But I mean, yeah, it is overwhelming, right? Gas is above five dollars. They're talking. We're practically in a recession. Now they're saying the word depression, which is just unfathomable, unfathomable to me. Elections are coming back up. So both sides are going back at it again. You know, every time you turn, there's the whether you call it a war or not. That's what's happening in Russia. Uh, which, or I'm sorry, in the Ukraine via Russia, which affects everything from the meat prices to the gas prices. And let's not forget, we're still in a pandemic uh, that, you know, uh, if you're not vaccinated and and, and boosted, which, you know, whatever, uh, you know, you can still get very sick and possibly die. So it's, yeah, it's quite overwhelming. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very overwhelming time. You can tell it's hard, right? When it gets down to the sub. Like when you're just sitting in the sub and you're feeling it. You know what? 
I'm like, wow, it's so even hitting the sub. Everybody out there, Nick set this up, this whole thing. I did it. I did it, but I couldn't resist. Just to come back on that. Just to come. I would. You know what? If I was president of the world, like I would institute, like you know what, everybody, we're all taking a month break. Whole thing. Everybody's taking a month break. Do people already can't pay their bills? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I don't know. Like I'm president of the world. Like I'm figuring it out. I feel like that's what the whole world needs. Is like everybody just needs two weeks. Be like, man, we gotta. We need one piece of good news. Yeah, it's just. just I would say this too, and you're usually pretty. I'm, this is this is going to sound like an insult, but it's an actual legitimate question. Okay. Um, for as good as you are at finding things, you're surprisingly bad at coming up with current events. <laughs> I I'm t- I, I get I'm terrible because I. It's you know, surprising, I, right? I I I don't really I don't really, I don't really have an excuse. I mean, I literally scour. I don't know for 10, 15 minutes trying to find something. I mean, I I try to think of things. I mean. There just isn't really much good right now. I did hear I did hear a fun fact the other day that I don't know is significantly true, and that's that uh, no uh, United States president, uh, except for Ulysses S. Grant, uh, had a beard while in office. Abraham Lincoln didn't have a beard. He was before Ulysses. This was after uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Sorry, oh. after Grant. I could name you. I don't know any of the presidents. Right? Like I'm yeah. not one of those people. I can name all 50 states, <laughs> I hope maybe so. half the capitals. I could probably name 10 presidents. That's it. Oh, no. You can name William uh, McKinley. Well, there's one, man. Uh, come on. You you can name the presidents. William Henry Harrison. There's I two. only remember that guy because he died in like 30 days. I mean, you should like be that. able to at least name the last 10, I would think. Oh, I don't think I could. Uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George Bush. I don't know the HW, which one? George he, Bush. Yeah, George W. For that, That's when you're talking about, W. Bill Clinton, George Bush. HW, yep. Reagan? Yep. Carter? Yep. Johnson? Uh, no, you're missing two, I believe. Come on, there's somebody really famous in there that you're missing. Well, famous. They're all famous, but well, infamous, I guess. Famous. Well, Nixon. Nixon, yeah. Nixon and uh, Ford. Ford was before Nixon. Do you think less of me because I didn't because I drink diet soda? No, you drink what you want, man. You know, I'm I'm just 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 be admitted. Just admit I just I was do. actually kind of looking at it for people can't see this, but like your hand looks small in the can, man. Like you have a little hand. I, I hold cans weird. Yeah, I think you do. I do hold cans weird. I hold them only Sorry. with my fingertips. Yeah, that's that's weird, man. I don't really put my my uh, palm on the can. Do you palm the can? I oh, only really put my sure. fingertips on the can. I'm not sure. I chugged my beer when we first started. No one cares, but we started in my basement, and uh, it was too echoey, so I had to move locations, and I drank my beer while moving locations. Well, man, you know, right? Move into a sub that has better basement it's not that weird sub is not that weird it's not that obscure pretty weird okay we're gonna do a but we're doing something a little bit different right because we had the folding queen of basically the universe on this isn't our official top five but i think that we should go through really quickly and give me the top five hardest things to fold for you all right so uh from five to one we'll go blankets socks ties 
beach towels, and bed sheets. All right, I agree with you on beach towels and bed sheets. I don't understand why you're folding ties, and I don't understand how it's difficult to fold blankets. I would put those as some of the easiest things to fold. What was your fourth one? Uh, socks. How is it hard to fold socks, man? You just put them together and just yeah. That's the hardest part. It takes time. It's fucking annoying. Oh, that's annoying. the last thing. That's the last thing I do. That's the la- That's the easiest part of folding, as no, far as I'm concerned. It's annoying. They're they're just it's it's more of an annoyance than anything. And then you know you always forget one in the 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 dryer or in the 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 basket, the clothes basket. It's just or one falls on the floor like. Oh. All right. Well, if you're folding clothes, like what do you have a specific order that you go in or are you just going from one thing and whatever's next on the pile? Uh, So usually I sort and then usually I go biggest to smallest. So shirts, you know, pants, shirts, uh, and then, you know, like undershirts, underwear, socks kind of stuff. Socks are last, but they're also the most annoying. So maybe they should actually be first. I, I don't really know. I go hardest to easiest. So I'm going t-shirts, pants, shorts, and then socks, and then underwear, probably. Underwear are the easiest to fold because I'm not even folding those, just putting them away. Yeah, right. Yeah, same here with those. Okay. So my list of uh, top five things that are hardest to fold, I have a sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. I don't have a number four, (laughs) but I have a car visor. The oh. sunscreen, the car sunshade. Oh, okay. that's hard to fold, man. Yeah, that. Yeah, okay. All right, that's a little unorthodox, but okay. Fitted sheet and then a tarp. You ever try to fold a tarp by yourself? No, I can't say that it's I ever have. It's the worst experience of my life. <laughs> a big tarp. What? What were you doing with a big tarp? We have a patio heater. And for some reason, my wife decided that we needed a tarp for the patio heater. And for some reason, decided that the best tarp to get would be literally 50 square feet of area space for a patio heater. So it really filled up my entire front yard. I'm out there for probably, no joke, 45 minutes folding a damn tarp. Well, that's that's love for you, I guess. Still angry about it. Okay. So our real top five, though, is uh, what the hell is it? Top five things you put no effort into pooping going to the bathroom i think most people put a little bit of effort into that i think so I but think... i've i've never had an issue like ever i just sit down and it just goes like i'm i'm i, I can't tell you the last time i honestly had a bathroom trip where i was like man this is like like i'm struggling like this is work i've no i can think about it twice in my life where i've had situations where i've been like what am i gonna do here because this isn't like like, do I stand up How, or do I keep what sitting? Am I, like, what am I going to do? My number five is flossing. I floss. I legitimately floss, but I put no effort into it. So much so mm-hmm. that like, I don't even know if I've flossed after I've flossed. It's funny that, that that's your number five. My number four is brushing my teeth. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, I you want to talk about going through the motions. Like, I literally just go through the motions brushing my teeth. It's just, you know, front side side back back up down done like there's no effort at all none uh my number four is calling people back i put no effort into calling people back okay man we're we're kind of thinking along the same lines uh, back and forth right now my number three is like sending thoughtful responses to text messages like someone sends me a novel i'll just send back like an okay or something 
I do really like the fact that now you can just thumbs up a text message when you don't know what to say. <laughs> like so I got brutal. nothing to Are you usually the one who ends the conversation or keeps it going? I'm usually the one that ends it, I'd like to think. Uh there are some instances though where I where I have kept it going. And I but I know it and I kind of hate it, but I I do it anyways. I'm kind of a keeper goer and I feel bad about it only because I don't want like people to misinterpret anything and right. i kind of keep them going when i shouldn't be keeping them going uh my number three is maintenance whatever it is like if it's a car anything that needs maintenance i'm not doing that like unless an alarm is going off or something is broken i'm not putting any effort into maintenance hmm. of anything i never used to but that that kind of changed when i got to michigan or back to michigan so in Orlando, mm. I I don't think I ever had my car's oil change in the four years I was down there. And I got back here and I remember I had a friend change it and it literally looked like coagulated chocolate syrup. Like, I don't know how my car was still running. That's an excellent use of the word coagulated. Thank you. I would have said something else, but the way that you used the word coagulated completely threw me off. I was like, nice. You, you weren't expecting that from... Uh... No, it flowed. It was very good. Thank you. Um, wait, what did you, number did you just do? I did my my three, so I'm on my, my, my uh, number two. Okay. This one might be boring, but like I, I put no effort into like going on the computer, watching TV. Like it's just a mindless activity to me. Like I, I really put no effort into it. Like my mind is just mush if I ever watch TV or just go on the computer, other than recording this podcast, of course. Even if you're like paying attention to a show, you're still just kind of like your brain is checked yeah, out. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm just laying there like... A, f- a fat drunk slob. He's like, oh, is it over yet? Does that make you a question asker? Then you're going to be asking fucking questions about what's going on. No, no I'm actually, fine with people not paying attention to the show that we're both watching together. But then don't be asking me questions. Actually, I'm probably the worst kind of TV watcher because I'll, if it's like a show that my wife wants to watch, I'll go and you know Google the episode and know what's going to happen, and then I just. I just sit there. Oh, you're terrible. Oh, I'll terrible. Wikipedia it halfway through, but yeah. I'm going to at least watch it. And like, all right, I got where this is going. Let's yeah. get this over. Well. Terrible, man. Uh, learning people's names is my number two. Like, I just, I've got to meet you until it's just ingrained in me. Because otherwise, I'm not putting any effort into learning your name. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, there's, I actually have a thing to where, like, I don't think, I can't remember half the people's names that I've met. So I just come up with nicknames for them and they probably hate me, but. That's just the way it is there, Tiger. It's nice. It's good. <laughs> I want to say that I know the name names of one out of every hundred people that I've met. Oh, man. But so that means out of every 10,000 people you meet, you think you meet 10,000 people a year? No, not a year, but I probably met 10,000 people in my lifetime, I would say. Yeah, I would think, I would so. think most people have. So I used, to be, for, I used to be a news reporter, so I probably meet more people than most people do, but okay. maybe that's why. It's just like there's no point in <laughs> learning people's names. I'm never going to meet you again. Uh, what's your number one? Uh, taking care of myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you know it's uh it's it's you know you you I don't think you realize it's kind of what we opened up the podcast talking about this episode is. You don't realize how little you take care of yourself. (laughs) 
I mean, it's true. I had, I had nothing to say. It's, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's true. I mean, from from you know trying to eat healthy to working out to making doctor's appointments, you know, th- those are all things that uh, you know, uh, you know, you have to do or you should do. But I don't put any effort into really many of them. To be fair, though, I think that both you and I are in that time of our lives, right? Like I mean, we've both got our careers are doing what our careers are doing. We've got young children. Like this is the time of your life where you got a good five to seven year span in which this, this is, this is the job, right? Yeah. And then you can, you have, but this is the grind phase of it. Yeah. Uh, My number one is zoom meetings. (laughs) That's, you know, I I had written that one down uh, and, but I didn't put on my top five, obviously that's fine. It's kind of a BS number one, but all right. Oh, okay. Says the guy who probably organizes a lot of Zoom meetings. I do actually, and, right? But I'm, but I'm the one who has to like you, can't you know take it. You I'll, can't take the truth that no one's like, ah, oh, come on, guys, ten o'clock meeting. I I, I actually like, oh god. I actually like make fun of people on purpose because I know I'll be like, well, this is happening so and so. I know nobody's listening, so I'll re say it in ten minutes. And then when nobody laughs, I'm like, wow, nobody is fucking listening. Nobody is yeah, listening so. to your Zoom meeting. I'm yeah, sorry, no. man. I know that I know that you like them, but nobody is listening to your <laughs> Zoom meeting. If there if there's a camera off, I'm gonna say there's a sixty percent chance they're not even in that room. <laughs> uh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're 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 pretty much right. I, I would yeah. think maybe not so much now, uh, but definitely during the two years of or, or whatever, or at least the one year of like real pandemic lockdown life, uh, wherever you are, if you had a work from home job or whatever. Uh, yeah, you were definitely, uh, yeah, you were definitely walking away if your camera was, was off. Yeah. Uh, what's in your honorable mention? So, I mean, I have, I have Zoom, uh, I have Zoom calls, Zoom meetings. Uh, I also put on here, um, uh, like listening to my wife sometimes. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I try, but sometimes I just don't put in the effort that I should. I'm just being honest. Just being honest. Dude, you um, are fucking this up. You're <laughs> fucking it up, right? You're not going to have a happy life in this sub, but you keep this up. Oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a great life. What's in your audible mention? The only one I have is exercise. Yeah. So I'm just going through one. the motions, yeah. right? Like, especially if I'm doing um, anything on, like, the treadmill or whatever. Like, I am not. I mean, I'm obviously putting in physical effort, but mentally, I am not there at all. I'm not trying, just waiting for the seconds to tick away. <laughs> just waiting, right? Probably like the listeners on this podcast, just waiting just for tick, it to be tick, over. Tick, 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 yeah, right? Oh, okay. That's going to go ahead and do it for this episode of Profoundly Pointless. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, leave us a rating or a review, subscribe. We really appreciate it. It really helps us out. And we are... We're going to do this in July. We are going to do it. This is a big step for us. I mean, pretty every, pretty much everything is a big step for us, mainly because we don't know what we're doing. But regardless, it's a big step, and we're really excited about it. Hope that you guys participate because it's it's so – I feel like this show is so much better when we can incorporate other people's thoughts as well. So let us know what you think are some of the hardest things to fold and also the things that you just you just don't put any effort into it. You do it. 
but you don't really do it. 